Microphone check, one, two. Welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Before we get to this week's episode, internets, we're still here. We're still kind of dealing with, well, let me not even say kind of, because a lot of cities and places are, uh, you know, it's pretty crazy, especially Florida. But, okay, I'm safely on the move, on the road, and I did a bunch of episodes. So we're going to get back to a lot of uh, good stuff. I got a lot of good guests coming up, a lot of diversified guests. As always, the Premium P Show, listen, always has diversified, you hear me? What am I, drinking the red wine already? It always has diversified guests, people from all walks of life, actors, athletes, uh, artists, entrepreneurs. You never know who's going to be on the Premium P Show. Now, what I want to make sure you do is open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. Let me know where you're listening from. Let me know what your favorite episode. Let me know what's going on during COVID, during you know your lockdown, during working from home, okay? What are you cooking? What are you watching, okay? What apps are you downloading? What are you fucking with on Netflix? And then go over to the YouTube, subscribe to Premium Pete Show, and check out. We got a bunch of behind-the-scenes clips, full videos, and more. Listen, okay? Yesterday, we celebrated, it's been three years since we lost my brother, Combat Jack. It was his birthday. And if you're listening later on, his birthday is July 8th. And, you know, it's crazy to me that it's been three years since he's been gone. You know, he was the big brother I never had. I've been, I was honored to have had a voice and a hand and shape of what the Combat Jack show was and what it always will be and how historic and legacy um, those moments were, and my time with him is how much I appreciate, but more importantly, how much I miss. So one time for the Podfather, one time for Combat Jack, um, happy birthday. I love you. I know you're probably wearing jorts up there, and uh, until we meet again, I'm definitely going to keep the legacy alive and make sure no one forgets how important your voice and your presence were. And salutes and blessings and prayers always to your four beautiful kids, Kara, Kai, Chi, and Chuma, and your entire family. So, uh, internets, listen, okay? Continue to subscribe, rate, like I said, leave a comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe to us on, on, on YouTube. Subscribe to us on, uh, you know, we're all over. Twitter, Instagram, Stitcher, Spotify. SoundCloud, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this week, we have an episode I did. Listen, I still have some in the can, okay? This is the one I did with Artie Pasquale. He's an actor. Some of you who are Sopranos fans will know he was Bert Gervaisi, who got choked out by Silvio on The Sopranos. We sit down and go over just his acting career growing up in Rhode Island, what it meant to you know, work with James Gandolfini. He has a couple of stories about that. Stories about his death. Stories about, you know, just other acting, um, you know, films that he that he performed in. Really good dude, Artie Pasquale. Again, he played Burt Gervaisi on The Sopranos. He played in The Brooklyn Banker. He played in a bunch of different films. But I love, I love, I love his stories that he had on the, uh, on the um, Sopranos. So we were live at Sopranos Con. Shouts to my Sopranos Con family. And we did this episode a couple of months ago. And I'm excited that everybody gets a chance to listen to it and check it out. Again, listen, subscribe, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Pete Show. 
and peace and blessings to you and your family. Let's get to the show. I now present to you the Artie Pasquale, aka Bert Gavesi of the Sopranos episode of the Premium Pete Show. Let's get to it. Cheer. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go. Internets, let's turn up. One time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show was milk said so fuck what you heard better act like you know it's the premium pete show internet's we're live at sopranos con sitting here with a good fella a friend of mine okay Artie pasquale who uh is is an actor he's he's a good fella he's a he's a former rhode islander right is that is that that's called, right that even make a sense called rhode islander is that even a uh, word yeah i guess you could you can call it a lot of things but uh Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, that's you know, where I grew play, up. Played in many different uh, films, but uh, the Sopranos uh, classic. So many, you know, you think about the so many different moments in Sopranos history, and the one of when you go outside to get your newspaper, and uh, <laughs> Sill comes behind them. He's in his tracksuit. Nice tracksuit, by the way. That was like a velour, right? Thanks. Yeah, somebody bought that for about eight hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he went down to get the newspaper. He turned around and he sees Silvio. And, uh, you know, it was like, it was a real sneaky fucking thing. It's normal, normal things where Italians doing the mob. And then they go in the house and, uh, he, he comes from behind him and starts choking the fucking shit out of him, you know? And the dog, wh- whose dog was that? Where, that dog is a, it's a whole long, it's a long story, but I'll make it short. You know, they, they put some catnip in my pocket to attract the dog and the dog was off camera. And, you know, he did this scene about four times, me getting the shit beat out of him, you know, banging off the walls and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So the dog's barking and barking and barking and barking. So I said, when you get this fucking dog off me? And the trainer says, don't yell at Iggy like that. I said, <laughs> Iggy, I'm getting the shit beat out of me, and you're worrying about Iggy. Now, but, now how do they get, obviously, you know, you've been acting, but how do yeah. they, how do you prepare for being choked out or, uh, you know, how do you prepare to make it look like, I mean, obviously it's called acting, but meaning right. like for people, you know, listening or watching who may not know how that works, you know, how, how you know, how, how did that happen? That's, that it's a, it's a great question because people ask me all the time, you know, how'd you get your face to look like that? And like, it's something you can't prepare for. Like they think I'm home the night before looking into a mirror saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get choked. Now, how should I look? Should I look like this? Like, should I look like that? As I told Stephen Van Zandt, Silvio, playing Silvio, he broke these garrets that were like rubber, but hard rubber. He broke about three or four. I said, look, just do it as tight as you can. And if it hurts, I'll tell you. He did, <laughs> he did it tight enough, and I ended up with a line on my neck for about a day and a half. He did it tight enough where I actually felt like I was being strangled. I was like, and that was the essence, I guess, of acting when you, you know, you're doing it for real. And... It came out. That's how it came out. You know, I really was in the emotion of getting strangled, and my facial expression just occurred like that. And sometimes that's, you get lucky, and as it turns out, it was a pretty good facial expression, you know? Yeah. It was, but uh, it's not, not something that you can plan on doing. It, you know? it was one of the many debts uh, on yeah. Sopranos, you know? Yeah. But the only thing that stinks about stuff like that, and I, I said this recently, I was just on stage with uh, Big Puss and Catherine Narducci and... Uh, 
and uh, David Praval and uh, Toge, you know, Richie Aprio, Johnny Sack. Yeah. And I said this, the thing is, people lose characters, uh, but the actors lose their, uh, I don't want to say jobs, like, I mean, you do lose your job, but meaning like, you know, other things, you try to get into other things because of these things, you know, it's like a springboard. Yeah. Yeah. But when did you know that, like, when you got the part, did you know that it was going to be killed off, like, in a, in a quick, you know, moment? No, no, no. I, I auditioned for a couple of other roles. And what then roles? They, I forget the names anyway, but they selected me for whatever reason because I was making collections with Patsy. Yep. So we're kind of a comedy team. I'm tall and he's small or shorter. So it it came. It was very comedic in a sense. But, you know, when you went through this read-through at the beginning of the month, and I think James Gandolfini probably was the only guy privy to the script because everybody else wasn't that I know of. And you would go and uh, you would sit down and you would sign an affidavit of, you know, confidentiality. It was very con confidential, the series. And you would always sit down and you would look to the back of the script to see if your name was there, you know, <laughs> of the episode. And I didn't have a chance to do that. I had sat down and then Gandolfini came over to me and he said, and he pats me down. He says, nice knowing you, Bert. <laughs> so I knew I had met my you know, my time had come. But luckily it was the next to the last episode, so it was pretty good. Yeah. But I no, I didn't know, you know, I really didn't know. You know, until after the read through. You know, now is that is that like I said, people see the character, but then they don't realize that people lose paychecks. You know, once you're off, it's like you're almost losing your job respectfully. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah, sure. Um sure. I don't think for some reason I don't know why people don't look at it like that when they're fans of a show. You know, they look at it like fuck. You know, we don't have uh Richie Aprio. We don't have Burt Cavassi. You know, yeah, we don't yeah. have uh you know uh uh Christopher, you know, whatever. You know? Yeah, well that's uh, that's what happened with, with uh Vincent Pastore, you know, Big Pussy. You know, he left he left the show early on and he wasn't so happy about it himself. But, you know, and I'm sure that some of the people in the audience were saying, you know, well, we want to see more of them, you know. But David Chase, you know, those guys are so creative and they've got a lot of things going through their minds that we can't figure out. Did you uh, ever have some interactions with Chase where, you know, about the, you know, what he was doing? Or actually take us through, like, even, you know, how you got on, like, through The Sopranos. Well, I befriended him, to be honest with you, 25, 30 years ago. I actually told him a true story, which was the beginning of the, which was the creation of the Artie Bucco character. Mm -hmm. And he's mentioned this publicly, and he's given me credit for the story. I was growing up in Providence, Rhode Island, and in this Italian section called Federal Hill. And my aunt and uncle had this, this uh, cafe, you know, a little restaurant. And these, for the sake of a better word, these wise guys would come in and you know, want to eat whatever my aunt and uncle cooked for them. Well, one fellow was supposed to come in there about one o'clock. He comes in every day at one o'clock, and they were gonna. He was gonna get shot there. So, if you remember the first episode, um, they approached my aunt and uncle to go on a, on a vacation. Yep. And my aunt and uncle said, "No, no. Once you're indebted to those guys, you know, you you owe them. We're not gonna do anything." So, Tony Soprano, what are we gonna do? And this is Tony Soprano's best friend. And bingo, some idea comes up, you know, let's blow the restaurant up as a favor to him. You know? So they blow the restaurant up so he can collect the insurance. Mm -hmm. The guy couldn't go in there. And they shot him at another restaurant down the street. <laughs> so that's how, the, you know, that was the thought process at the time. So I gave that to David Chase. 
and he kept it in his head for like years, and I guess you know how these guys are. <clears throat> and he kept the name Artie. <clears throat> I'm quite sure because I gave him the story. And Buco, I think, is David Chase's grandfather grandfather's name. So every time I'd see John Ventimiglia after that playing Artie Buco, we'd give each other a hug, you know. And he survived the whole show. But that's that's my input to the Artie Buco character, mm. which mm. may you know when he was in and when David Chase was interviewed by Peter Bogdanovich. Saying, this is crazy. Where'd you get this concept where a guy blows up his best friend's restaurant? He said, well, a guy from Providence, Rhode Island, Artie Pasquale, gave me that story. So, he, you know, he gave me credit for it. That's classic. <clears throat> yeah. So so how many times did you try out for your part? Well, I'd say the third time is when I got this role. Actually, so, you know what's even funnier? Yeah. I've sat down with a lot of Soprano cast members. Yeah. Most of them, it's funny how they say that they either tried out for a different part or they, uh, well, they either tried out for a different part, or they had to go back. Like it was like nerve wracking because they had to go back once or twice or three times, and they're like, "Oh, did I get it? Did I get it?" You know, I'm Federico. I said it. David Proval. Uh, yeah. I said a bunch of other people. Um, you know, did you have? To, so you said three times. Uh, yeah, the third time I, I got this role. Yeah, and I think you know it's it's good because the first two that I tried out for one was. Uh, I started as a card game, and I don't know if that was going to develop. That character was going to develop. And another one, I get killed almost immediately. I go on some job with Polly Walnuts, mm. and it was bing, you know, Bing Bang. In this sense, you know, I lasted for a while, so yeah. it was great in that sense. You know. And 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 when when you tried out, how did you hear that you got the part? Did they call you or? Yeah, yeah. When, you know, uh, Georgiana Walken was doing the casting, and uh, they said we want you to play this role. You know, which. I was ecstatic. Mm. Do you remember yeah. celebrating or oh, uh, going man, out to eat, like a cracking cow. a bottle of wine? Like what? I was, yeah, I was like so excited, you know. You, and you don't want to get too excited sometimes because you really never know, you know. They could at the last minute say, "Well, you know, we thought you were good for this, and we changed our mind." Just like editing, when it comes to uh, like prior to me getting strangled, the, the the script had originally said that the edit the uh, episode would open up with me going to Silvio's house and I'm telling him I'm telling him I'm playing both sides and some guys are coming into my territory yada 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 and I had a long dialogue a long monologue because he was very staccato and short with his answers you know I'd go and I say so and I explain something and he would say so what do you want me to do you know and then I do a long thing again <laughs> and he go Tony Soprano I said yeah and I'm back and forth and I was a recluse memorizing all this stuff then in the middle of the episode, I get strangled. So I always watch the show by myself. I didn't need any interference with any goofy comments by people, most of whom didn't know what, what goes into it. Sure. And so I'm ready. For, as there is the next to the last episode, I hit a home run. The show opens up with me going out to get the paper. And I said, what happened to that whole, what preceded this, you know? For whatever reason, you know, they took it out and then they, they referenced it before I get strangled or after I get strangled. So you can't even tell people, you know, don't tell people, you know, I get this and watch me tonight. I'm going to, you never know. What's your uh, fondest memory of uh, James Gandolfini? Well, I know it's been said before, um, the fact that he was such a great, warm, caring guy. I remember one time coming out of makeup or hair or whatever it was, and he was sitting on a bench and you always respected everybody's individuality as far as 
how they were going over their lines privately. So I walked by him, and he says, hey, you know, where are you going? I said, well, you know, I don't want to bother you. I'm going. He says, yeah, you don't want to go in there with those assholes. He says, come over here, sit with me. So we sat down, and he said, you know, How's your, how are your kids doing? How are the grandkids? You know, everything's fine at home. And we talked about my family. You know, that's how he was interested. Nothing to do with the acting. And he would do that with a lot of people, but who was I? You know, I wasn't any major character, but he took time out to do that. He was a wonderful guy, you know, that's, and I'm sure you've heard that before from other guys. Yeah. Terrific guy. It's a big heart, you know, big guy. You know, you heard it yeah. all, and it's special, and especially, you know, with Sopranos Con and seeing yeah. all the people come out from all over the world, man. I mean, yeah, it's, I've it's, had people come up to me who know yeah. of me. Uh, uh, they're from Australia, or fucking yeah. Nova Scotia, or, uh, London, um, Toronto. I mean, yeah. you know, all over the place. And they're not coming here just for a weekend in New York. They're coming specifically for Sopranos yeah. Con. Yeah. I mean, people, I, a couple of people came as individuals, you know, a middle aged woman said she came from California. I said, you didn't come with your family? No, no, I wanted to come to see this. Hungary, Netherlands. It's, you know, it's, you'd done a, a bunch of um, Sopranos type, uh, you know, yeah. signings or yeah. parties. This is like on steroids, no, would you say? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday was out of control. I mean, today maybe the weather's put a little damper on it, but it, it's just unbelievable. I, I, it's hard to... And I'll tell you what, the most impressive thing yesterday was last night being on the stage with the whole cast. And Actually, what, let me paint the picture for people. Don't ahead, forget yeah, what you're ahead, saying. Yeah. Uh, Alabama 3, who sang the uh, theme song, woke up this morning, was there performing live. It was beautiful. The lights were on. It was purple up on the stage. Yeah. Uh, Uncle June came out and, yeah. and, and sang that there was tremendous amount of cast members on it. It was... There was uh, a thousand people in, in in the audience. Uh again, I'm sorry, I don't don't lose where you were. No, you no. were saying when you were on stage. Yeah, and then and then I don't know if it was Michael Mata, somebody invited all of the cast members up to the on the stage. And so we all went up there and I forget if there was some music being played, but everybody rose in their seats with their and all you saw was cameras. I felt like you know who's who? Who are you know? Are we some god of some kind that these people are standing for? You know, just taking pictures and clapping, and it was surreal. It was crazy. You know, now it's we, almost it's crazy you say that because it's almost like jumping off a cliff and you know feeling like you're gonna get caught. And I'm explaining to you why. Like meaning like you're not gonna hit the ground. I'm explaining to you why. Even just this panel recently. We had, you know, Big Pussy on, Johnny yeah. Sack, uh, uh, Catherine Arducci, uh, David Proval played for Chiaprio. Yeah. Um, at the end, I, I said, I, I said, let's all take a picture. We were on the stage. Now, I don't know what photographer's out there. I don't know who the fuck, you know what I mean? It's not like I had, I mean, Benson was out there, shots the big ball of Benson and Ryan and the crew, but I didn't know... Um, that you know, like other people. So anyway, point I'm making is, as soon as we go take pictures, there's, there's, there's fucking fifty cameras. You know, people with cell phones, yeah, regular yeah, cameras, yeah. and and it's like kind of like you're putting yourself. Like it's not like you're like, hey, let's take a picture. I got a guy who's gonna take a picture of us. Yeah. So it's like you know to see that. I think there's people realize it's moments, it's history. 
I mean, we're talking about 21 years almost that it's off the air. Yeah. 21 years. And, and then when about- Alabama 3 played the played the, the song, you know, the memorable song that introduced yeah. everybody right. got up, it was like, wow, man, this is, <laughs> this is, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, I see Narducci, uh, uh, she was uh, dancing and going crazy. And yeah. What's this guy who played the, uh, the, the FBI guy? What's his oh, name? Oh, yeah. Uh, Trevino, uh, what's his no, name? Sor- Sor- uh, Savello. Uh, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. his name, but I seen him, man. Yeah. He was uh, He was dancing Yeah, crazy. he was going nuts. He was nodding his head like... Uh, Servido. Servido. Yeah, Servido, yeah. yeah. I salute. Yeah. But, uh, you know, look, you grew up in Rhode Island. You, 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 you've had a seasoned uh, uh, journey up on federal... What's that called? Federal... Uh, federal Hill. Hill. Yeah, it's a very big attack. Yeah, you show me. I was there when we walked oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, I was in Rhode Island. We went at Shasta Michael Mata uh, and the uh, whole Sopranos Con family. They brought uh, me out there. You were out there. Uh, we were on a gondola. Uh, yeah. The water fire. There was fucking music. I was like, oh, this is... Uh, I've never been to Rhode Island. Thought you were in Venice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. And we had like we had wine on there. I oh, had yeah. We were, yeah, it was we nice. We had stuff there. It was nice. But, you know, um, social media... Do you like that? Do you mess with it? You're an older guy, you know. Do, is it something that you, you know? Well, it's something. I mean, I'm not Instagram. I'm not, I'm not on Instagram. Twitter. People tell me I should be, but you know, it's uh, as good as it is. It does some harm, you know. It's just, I, there's just too much of it. Yeah, you have, you it's know? a gift and a curse. You know what I mean? I mean, even like with my daughter, I'll use my daughter as an example. She rarely calls me. Rare, my son calls me once, twice a day. She texts me. So, yeah, I said, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I want to hear your voice. Yeah. When you laugh, I want to hear your laughter. I don't want you to put LOL and I have to imagine what you sound like when you laugh. Yeah, no, you know? I get that too. My daughter's, uh, my daughter's so, going to be 20, you know, it's like, I'm like, uh, I want to call her. She's like, uh, I don't like to talk on the phone. Let's just text. And I'm like, what? You know, since when is this? Yeah. But it's just mood sometimes, I think. Then someday she'll just call me out of nowhere. And whenever she does, I always feel like there's something wrong. Everything Okay. You know, she's like, yeah, why? I'm just calling you, Dad. And I was like, uh, okay. We're in this whole world of, I mean, I go and I'm in New York City and people bumping into each other. It's just, they're just hunched over, texting, walking across the street, you know, oblivious to what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I I mean, there's videos. The funniest is all the videos that are out there. I mean, I've been uh, where it's like someone's texting and walking to a pole or, uh, you know, step in a puddle or, yeah, you know, but, yeah. uh, you know, but I will say this, the reason why I brought that up before is because social media streaming, the new world we're in has taken over. I mean, there's new Soprano fans because of, 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 I met a girl yesterday that told me that she binge watched last month and she loves it and she's here. I was like, holy shit. That's, that's, she, <laughs> she watched the whole fucking, you know, every, yeah. the whole thing. It's and, great to see young people doing that now. Yeah. I'm t- watching a show, you yeah. know, it's. I mean, they weren't even born, these people. Yeah, it's special. You know? Now, what else do you got going on? What are you doing with yourself now? You just uh, I got a relaxing? couple of film projects that okay. you know I'm waiting on. Uh, where where are you though? You said you're on social. Are you on Twitter or Facebook or? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Okay, yeah, so what yeah. are you under? Uh, Artie Pasquale. Uh, yeah, yeah. Internet. If you go, go check him out, go say hello. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, put put a picture of him getting choked out and tell him you you know you like <laughs> to choke him when you see him or a nice <laughs> track suit or or, or whatever. <laughs> 
but you got some projects going uh, going on. So it, yeah, so yeah. people check for you there, or you know, it's 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 always great. You know, when we met, I said, you know, this guy's a A class aces gentleman. Oh, that's nice of you to say that. So I wanted to uh, sit down with you here, have a conversation, let people who know of you know you a little more, and people who don't know of you to know who you you know who you are and your contributions. That's great. I really appreciate your time. Internet's and, uh, Artie Pasquale. I'm not going to choke him out. Uh, oh, Pasquale. Pasquale. You, you know, it's funny. I, yeah. I, I, pronouncing names, I'm, I'm the worst at it. Because Pastor, right. Pastori, you know, uh, uh, yeah. it's a lot. You know what I mean? Pasquale, Pasquale. But uh, thanks for uh, stopping by. Shouts to Sopranos Con. We're live over here. Uh, like I said, 10,000 people at least the past two days. Uh, you know, it, it, it's beautiful. The, the Gandafini family was here yesterday. It's been really special to be a part of. Artis Pasquale. Premium Pete, we're out. Thank Peace. you very much. Thank you. My pleasure. Oh, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Artie Pasquale, Burt Gavesi, Sopranos. I loved hearing about how they put catnip in his uh, pocket so the dog was barking while he got choked out by Silvio. Listen, he had to go, and that's it. Uh, those who know, know I'm a tremendous fan of Sopranos. So the fact that we had Paulie Walnuts on, a.k.a. Tony Sirico, uh, Federico Casaluccio played Fiorio. We had David Provalo play Richie Aprile. It's an honor. You know, listen, I love to sit down. I sit down with some of the biggest hip hop uh, 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 people I admire, friends, uh, entrepreneurs, athletes. But sitting down with the, I grew up, I love the Sopranos. <clears throat> so being able to sit down with them is special. Internets, listen, okay? If you want to advertise on a premium peach show, big brand, small brand, little brand, whatever it is, email me. The Premium Pete Show at gmail.com. Again, it's the Premium Pete Show at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on all platforms. If you want to know, if you want to advertise with us, if you want me to help produce your show, you got any questions, anything about fatherhood, parenting, podcasting, whatever it is, shoot me an email and uh, we'll take it from there. So look forward to more episodes dropping. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Pete Show. As always, peace and blessings to you and your family. And listen, I'm going to leave you on this. Never, ever stop believing in you. Okay? See you next episode. Cheer.